Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I miss you, man. I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you, man. Do I miss you, I miss you, man. I miss you, I miss you. Hello there, welcome to I Miss You Man. My name's Lonnie. I'm here with a man, Dylan. How's it going? Going great, mate. How are you going? Not too bad. I'm pretty happy today, Dylan, because we're talking about Christina Ritchie. In what, in what <laughs> context, though, Dylan? In what context of our podcast and of our mega series? Well, the podcast itself is normally about you and me taking each other on a journey each week that could be about anything. Life, pop culture, everything in between. But this right here is our mega series, The Christina Chronicles, where we do a deep dive into our favourite actor, Christina Ritchie's filmography. Oi, oi, oi. Yes. Oi, oi, oi. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm excited in some ways, Dylan. Obviously, Christina in general, exciting. What I'm most excited about, though, is that we're no longer in Cameo County... We're, we've Good left. Lady. We've left Indie City long, long behind us. It's it's gone for sure. Yeah. Now we're in a mainstream movie land once again. Mm. Not to say that Indie City is bad or that Cameo County didn't bring us some interesting films to look at. It's just nice to be do something different for a while, you know. You, you want to be back in the mainstream. You didn't like that little puddle we were in. <laughs> I just felt like we're in 1998 for. For what felt like years. Decades. Yeah, we were Groundhog Day, for sure. <laughs> we yeah. definitely were. With 98. Yeah, this is our last 1999 film, though, from, from my um, recollections. Oh, she was that many in 99, was she? No, just the three. Just the three. Mm, just just the three. <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, good on it. Sleepy Hollow, as well, is the film today. In case you didn't see the title and you just started playing this episode. <laughs> um, Tim Burton, Johnny Depp. Christina Ritchie, some great character actors from the UK as well. <laughs> a, a lot in there, from a lot of beloved franchises, may I say. I too. know, and most of them, these are before we knew them in Harry Potter and, and others, isn't it? It's interesting. Yeah, but Tim Burton also pulled a couple uh, from his Batman days, it seems. Mm, exactly. His, um, his fiance of the 90s was in here as well, Lisa Marie, um, who he left. Who was she? She was Johnny Depp's as a son, as a kid, mum, the mother, the mother, yes, <laughs> <laughs> I could have said, nah, you wanted to take the fun way, yeah, um, he's, he's, she's the one he left when he met Helena Bonham Carter, apparently, Ooh. anyway, the film, Dylan, what do you reckon, we haven't talked about it much, do you like it, what do you think, well, I hadn't seen it before this, had okay. you, I had seen it once, yeah, neither, in oh. uni, and sure. I think we'd, okay. we're, we're going through film history class, and I think this was an example of horror films, um, but also German expressionism. 
And obviously, it's not a, a, a straight example of that. It's it's Tim Burton's reimagining of it in the nineties because expressionism was in the like twenties. Um, but that, that's how I saw it, and I didn't mind it. But that's all I kind of remembered. A lot of the twists and turns I didn't remember clearly. So I knew the vibes more than anything, which is kind of Tim Burton's whole thing, isn't it? Oh yeah, he's built on vibes. Hmm. Um, I, I mean, I liked it enough. It was good. Yeah. Solid movie. Solid movie. Um, I I've got a few comments here about some of the weird things, but overall, as I said, it's the visual stylings, isn't it? And that's is Tim Burton's strength as a director. It's why you see him, really, isn't it? It's it is. See his movies. Yeah, and he he creates worlds, which is some of the reviews here I've got. I really respond to. I felt though like the storyline here here nor there wasn't it. Well, well, what's it about, Lonnie? Well, it's well. Supposedly, it's a retelling of the Sleepy Hollow story. From what I've read, something. it's not. It's 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 they've taken the sort of starting off point and made their own story thereabouts. Yeah, very loose adaptation. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they've got the main things. They've got a Heather Saucepan. They've got Ichabod Crane. They've got people being decapitated. Apart from that, it's kind of more of a serial killer investigation movie, isn't it? Yeah, which is strange, but it's it's also because I have watched the Disney, like Adventures mm. of Mister Toad and Ichabod Crane. I don't know if you've seen that. I, I've seen it talked about here as 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 an example and as something that inspired uh, Tim Burton, but it's very different, oh right. right okay oh yeah very different. It's just about um, Ichabod Crane's like kind of a piece of shit. He's just going after um, Christina Ricci's character mm. in that movie just to because she's rich and hot. Mm. And he just wants to marry her. And I don't even think the Headless Horseman's real in that. That was okay. purely just a prank by the, the town boys on Ichabod Crane. Yeah, I think I think that that's that's treading closer to the original story. I haven't read it myself, but from what I've been reading about it today. Have you read it? Sorry. No, I haven't read the original story. I just remembered it starts out as a prank, but it turns out the Headless Horseman's real. Oh, okay. Yes. That's yeah. fun, isn't it? It's sure. <laughs> from from the original story, I think he's like a school teacher or something, and he's after this girl, mm. and um, yeah, asks her to marry him. She says no. And then he walks through the forest afterwards, and starts thinking about the um, the Sleepy Hollow mysteries, like the headless horseman, whatever. And then he encounters <laughs> horseman. Like, is it real? What's going on? But is it a prank? Oh yeah, okay. A bit different to yeah, what we got great. here. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. There's, there's a lot of headless horsemen. He is terrorizing mm. this area of Sleepy Hollow, isn't he? And it's the classic thing where Ichabod Crane is is going in, and he doesn't believe in in the spookiness, does he? He doesn't believe in. He only believes in science. Yeah, he? <laughs> in for he him, believes what he sees. Well, for him, science means just like putting on a on a funny set of glasses that like in, in make a little. <laughs> In, you know what I mean? Like steampunk sort of investigation. Um, That's science for whatever whatever year it was. Was it 1800s, 1900s? Well, that's the other thing I want to talk about. And our boy Roger also mentioned it. We're getting him in early. Roger Ebert's okay. review. Um, they talk right. about how it's the, the turn of millennium is coming up soon. What though? Yeah. It's just a new century. It's not a millennium. Yeah, it's the 19th century, I think they just turned into. I think they, they're going from 1799 into 1800, which would be the 19th century. Oh, yeah. not near at all. I mean, nearer than the halfway point, I guess, but... Yeah, and like... you still got 200 years. You're not going to see the millennium. 
exactly right. A millennium is like any period of a thousand years, but when we talk about it, I mean going from one thousand to two thousand, or you know, that's what we did, and that's what the film was was being made in that context. But just as a weird sort of parallel to draw, which wasn't true, you know. Yeah, I mean, when the film was made, it was on the turn exactly, of the Exactly, yeah. Maybe that just seeped in to the script somehow. Just, I don't know. Don't say millennium, say century, and it, it's fine, you know? <laughs> Sorry, but... No, you're a stickler for details, I, I get I, it. I do like my details. Um, so, yes, and he's he's a detective in this story, and he... Or, I said detective, he's like a policeman. Police investigator. He wants to yeah. be bringing in detective skills, and he's he's annoying everybody in town. Because he wants to do um, autopsies and and actually look at evidence, and they're just like, he looks bad. Throw him away. Burn him. <laughs> yeah, we found him in the river, so he must have drowned. Obvious. Duh. Um, <laughs> he annoys. Need science. <laughs> he annoys the judge so much in open court that the judge is like, you know what? There's some murders happening up the river. Go go sort them out, why don't you? Yeah. Put your money where your mouth is. That was Christopher Lee, that judge, as well. Yeah, Great stuff. That, that was good. He, he did a good job, Christopher Lee. I thought it was weird, though, that he gets the mission in open court like that. It was just an odd place for it to all happen. Yeah, just in front of, like, there was someone in a, like a torture apparatus just hanging around in court there. Yeah, yeah, weird. But, you know, a bit of fun as well. Um, The the town of Sleepy Hollow is, is very interesting, isn't it? Like, that, that's not... Around the it's bush. creepy. It's a creepy place. It's very visually interesting. The art direction is is pretty. It's Tim Burton art Tim direction. Burton. Mate, yeah, want. he's a. Ima- it's like they've opened up a portal from his brain into the real world, which is must be interesting as a director. Hey, to have that happen. So as far as directors go, probably the master of art direction, I would say. Yeah, I've got a quote here that, given we're talking about it now, I'll I'll bring it up. Sure. It's from Jonathan Rosenbaum, who's a film reviewer. He said. Yeah. Basically, he said that Burton is a visual artist first, storyteller second. Probably agree with that. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, what he's actually said, I'll quote, If Burton's writers had come up with anything even a fraction as good as Irving, who wrote the original story, I'd have no cause for complaint. But they delivered such a hackneyed and hokey hand-me-down, a serial killer movie plot with a predictably unpredictable twist at the end that I've already forgotten most of it. And to be honest, I've forgotten all the... the Twists and turns of the of the um, machination. I think I had watched it ten years ago, so you know, still. Oh yeah. Um, he goes on to say, maybe this doesn't matter as long as the beautiful images keep coming, and thanks to Burton's artistry, they do. But Dylan goes on to say, can you hear that plane? Yes. Okay. <laughs> we'll give it a second, eh? He goes on to say that beauty separated from meaning apart from mood and isolated bursts of motion, isn't nearly as likely to be memorable as beauty arising from and commingling with a good story. That's why Sleepy Hollow is a ravishing visual experience, a pretty good, if far from challenging, vehicle for some talented American and English actors and a mediocre serial killer and horror movie. Sure. It's, yeah. Pretty, pretty no, I'd probably agree with that. Mm. Um, like art direction, stellar, story, yeah. It's fine. Mm. Acting, pretty good. Yep. But yeah, plot, just a bit of nonsense at times. Bit of nonsense. And it, it's a bit of a shame when a lot of the plot is just like Johnny Depp running around a room putting pieces of paper together 
in explaining what he thinks has happened. And just explaining what's happening, yeah. Yeah, could have been a bit more developed with further. Also, but... Yeah, also stuff can come out of nowhere. Like at one point, um, an, a witch, like an actual witch, mm. just turns up sure. into the movie. <laughs> just while they're exploring the woods. Why not, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd sort of forgotten as well, but he actually gets a little mate, doesn't he? A little friend who's helping him out. <laughs> And there's, there's various points where Johnny Depp's character is going to do stuff. And he's just like, just wait here, mate. For some reason, his friend just has to wait outside. It would have been more interesting, perhaps, in those in that one of those is when he meets the witch. It could have been more interesting to me if he brought the little kid in and then the kid's in danger. He's got to protect the kid and stuff. She's like, you wait there. Well, even the witch. Even the witch is like, no, you can't come in here, little boy. This is, this yeah. is too rough for you. you got to stay outside. <laughs> weird, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's strange. Um... The other thing is that we mentioned the in the original story and in the original cartoon is that love element and it's more about him being being rejected. In here it's kind of there's like hints that there's a love story going on, but it's not fully developed that well, I didn't think. Until the end. Until right at the end. Happily yeah. ever after. <laughs> yeah. But it's kinda of like well, I guess there's the kiss they have when when he first turns up in town and but it's just kinda of like yeah, it's a little bit of you know, Destiny rearing its ugly head. You know? Yeah, yeah. Johnny Depp's here. He's the attractive lead. Christina Ricci's here. She's the attractive female lead. That, that, that's it. Let's get that, going. That's all we need to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just okay. put, them, put them both together and Tim Burton's like, happy? Yeah. Happy? You got Christina Ricci and Johnny Depp right here. Isn't that good? So it's not particularly subtle. It's not particularly well-developed um, in the story and character. Visuals are pretty damn good, and you know I'm not hugely into horror, but some of the head choppings off here and some of the later sequences are, are pretty pretty damn good. Yeah, well, the actual horror parts of it I really liked, like when the horseman's chasing people and um, some a couple of jump scares in there too. Mm-hmm. I like that. Does Tim Burton really do straight up horror films, or is this really the closest he's come? I guess like Sweeney Todd. Is pretty horrific in places. Mm, yeah. yeah. Again, lots of lots of blood and stuff like that, but it's very stylized all throughout, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's that step removed from reality, so you can go a bit bigger, but you're not quite as scared, I think, as you might be. Yeah. Well, mm. no, it's be pretty good. Maybe he does a bit more straight up horror films because mm. mostly he just does creepy family films. Really, <laughs> that's true. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, 
I thought that Michael Gambon's death was particularly hardcore. Do you remember this when he's yeah. when he's pulled through the church, so the the headless horseman can't come into oh, Dumbledore. Dumbledore, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. So the headless horseman yeah, can't was... come into into the church grounds because he's from the devil, whatever, and from, so from hell. Yeah. So he just throws a spike of the fence in, into Dumbledore and pulls him, him out. Too. Yeah. Got him good. Um, and then cuts his head off for good measure. <laughs> Why not? Um, Why not? After the visual effects at the at the end, when, spoiler alert, Christopher Walken is there as the, the original horseman without his head, he gets his head back and plonks on, he's on top of his, of his spine and it all comes back together. Yeah, the, reverse Raiders of the Lost Ark situation. Yeah, the of. skin re-emerging... And like regrowing and over the muscles his face. in you. Yeah. Mm. I thought it was good. Oh, yeah, it was good for 90 CGI. It wasn't yeah. bad. Yeah. And you can. Except um, the, the bug eyes at one point. Yeah, that was good. I like <laughs> I liked the vibes. Stop. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. It's very Tim Burton. He loves his bug eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, um, well, that's good. I think there's a disconnect, though, somewhere between like the tone. Like, how serious is this supposed to be? Is it is it a straight-up horror film, or is it a satire, parody, loving homage to horror films? I think some of it sort of got lost in between that. What do you reckon? Mm. Yeah, I'd, probably, I'd say it probably leans toward the more serious side than not. There is a couple of comedic moments in it, though. Mm. Like, I like the scene where Johnny Depp, Ichabod Crane, mm-hmm. like, actually finally sees the actual headless horseman. And then he gets brought back to town. He's just freaking out. He's like, he's real. He's real. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, we know. We know. We told you he's real. What are you talking about? He's like, no, you don't understand. I saw him. And like, yeah, he's been around for a while. That's why you're here. <laughs> I did get that impression. Like, yeah, yeah. Just let's, let's move on. We know, no, dude. Come on. <laughs> um, so Roger Ebert on this point, though, said, um, it's as if the horseman gallops ahead in a traditional horror film and Depp and Burton galloped right behind him in a satire. Sure. Okay. That's, that's a good observation. Interesting way of talking about it. Um, it. It works, though. You can't really fault it too too harshly, you know. No, no. It's 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 not a terrible film. As I said, it, it's solid. It's good. Mm. could be better, but, you know. That's all Tim Burton's films, isn't it? Well, yeah, it's sort of thing... I'm not saying you do this, but you could almost turn off the sound and just watch the visuals and have a pretty good time because it's that's. that's well, nah, dis- disagree, Danny Elfman, mate. Come oh, on. Okay, all right. Well, that's like the could... best part of Tim Burton films is that he gets Danny Elfman every time. He's well, great. Maybe, maybe it's what we're saying already is just disregard the story and don't worry too much about that. It's just the yeah, the dialogue. PP. Don't worry about it. It's a means to an end to the visuals and the the music. Yeah, the music was pretty good. Um. A couple, couple of little tidbits, little things that I've that I've picked up, which I thought we could talk about. Uh, there's one bit when uh, Johnny and Christina meet in the forest, and they're just about to kiss, right? Their lips are almost sure. touching, and his little friend who he's picked up comes in and interrupts them. Wait two seconds, dude. Let them kiss. Yeah. Yeah, he got spinal raced. Got <laughs> cough off, mate. <laughs> sure did. Classic, you know, the little kid interrupting the romantic kiss. Well, and that's again. Tried and true, Lonnie. It's a, that's maybe for its kind of a satirical edge and all. But come on, two seconds, dude. 
Seriously. And so Christina's kind of half promised or has a thing going on with Brom, who's one of like the local idiot boys. One and of the pranksters, yeah. Yeah, he ends up getting killed by the horseman. Who horseman doesn't want to kill him. He's just like, get out of the way. And he keeps going at him. Like, <laughs> eventually, all right, I'll kill you then. Jesus. Yeah, because um, the horseman only goes after who he's commanded to go after. Indeed, yes. Which so, I guess was one whole family at one point. Because he chopped the heads off uh, a wife and a child. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> what, the, what the kid have to do Very with Very vengeful. <laughs> um, my point there is, is that Brom passes away, and so Johnny goes to see Christina the next day and talk about if she's sad because you know she had this thing going on with him. No, Brom's body is still warm, and she's like, you know what? I'm not heartbroken. I don't feel anything. <laughs> no, <laughs> bit of a dickhead, wasn't he? Yeah, I mean, you know, don't speak ill for dead, but also, ah, uh, no, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> that brings me to Christina. What do right. we think of her performance? Pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, she plays innocent town girl, country town girl well. Yep. I hate that she had bleached eyebrows. That's my main like point, that. Dylan. That's my main <laughs> point here. It's so weird. They fucked up her eyebrows. I think the whole film would be like 40% better if she had I proper eyebrows. So. I agree. It's so distracting. I hated it. It's like in Thor 1 when they... Bleach yeah. Chris Hemsworth uh-huh. eyebrows. It just looks weird. It's yeah, gross. It's really I don't good. like it. And I didn't actually notice it at first, but I knew something was off. I was watching it, and about halfway through, I was like, oh, no, there we go. That's it. Because normally she invites us in with her eyebrows, and she, she's she got, you know, she's got big she's eyes. very and, expressive. Yeah, yeah. That's the whole thing. It's a whole deal as an actor. But it's it's not her fault at all, but it's kind of like looking okay. away because you can't handle it, right? Yeah, I don't like it. I think... I want to say there was one scene where they weren't bleached. Oh, I yeah. think it was a nighttime scene. It's a respite, was it? And it looked it looked good. So I don't know if it was a decision made after that, if that was the first scene filmed, and Tim Burton's like, you know what? Maybe yeah. they'll bleach those babies. <laughs> I, I think they got to go full blonde. I, I don't like what we're doing right you now. And I was watching the first few scenes, and I was like, well, what's going on here? Because we've seen a blonde before and it was fine, but then I just couldn't put my finger on it until about halfway through, as I said, and it, it was even more distracting once I realised. No good. No good no at good. all. Can I... I'll say this too. Hmm. The actor... Huge miss opportunity. Let me hmm. preface this. Mm-hmm. Because the actor they cast to play her stepmother in this film looks so much like Christina Ricci. Hmm. Yeah. She's got like same head shape and everything, same kind of eyes. She kind of looks like Christina Ritchie does now, a bit older. Yeah, I feel you. Yeah. So yeah, just it's it's weird that they cast someone that looks so much like her mother, but she's her stepmother. Yeah, that could have been a, a further twist on the the final final twist, hey. Yeah, or it mm. might have been a, a late change. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Maybe they thought if, if her actual mother did this to her, that's a bit harsh. <laughs> Could be. Make it a stepmother. Well, there's already enough going on with um, Johnny Depp's character's dad killing his his um, <laughs> mum. Like, Tim Burton surely cool. has parent issues. Oh, it's definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. Like you think there's that, a constant throughout. Yeah, I think it, it was his hands. Even his, his um, Charlie and Talk factory, there's it's all about the dad. It's, yeah. Yeah, strange dad. Um, 
obviously gravitates towards the character of Batman as well. Mm, indeed. He has some parental issues. <laughs> you, you could say. Yeah, so that, that, that was interesting. Um, look, I'm, I'm glad we watched it. Um, well, it's good to uh, mark off. You know, it's yeah. a it's a cultural movie I hadn't seen before, so it was interesting. And probably her biggest role, Christina, that is, since Adam's Family, I'm guessing? Adam's Family? Mm, yeah. I'd say or that darn cat depends how how much that was marketed. Well, I'm just saying it was Disney. I hate the film. Don't get me wrong, <laughs> but it, it was Disney. So. Fair enough. Yeah, well, this one made over two hundred million dollars, I think, at the box office, and yeah. um, one budget. I think. Let me check. It was. I'm gonna say one fifty. That's my guess. Still, I think these days it would be. It was apparently budgeted at seventy million back in the day. Not bad, eh? Okay, but made two hundred million back in the day. That's yeah, not bad. so they made back their money and then some certified hit. Yeah, um, and it won best art direction at the Oscars that year. Makes sense, of course. Yeah. Well, it? it was also nominated for. There's best... any Oscars issue in for? Was that so? Oh, if there's any Oscar, Tim Burns issue in for. Oh yeah, no doubt, absolutely. Uh, also nominated for, for his movies. Yeah, cinematography and. I just lost it. Cinematography and costume design. Wow. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Not surprised. Mm. Um, so, yeah, we're, we're back in mainstream movie land at the moment. I don't think we stay there very long. <laughs> we, what have we got next? We've got The Bless the Child, which is the 2000 Ooh. supernatural horror film, which has a 3% of Rotten Tomatoes. Only 2% more than Master of Disguise. Interesting. Mm. Interesting. Mm. Not keen. Well, it's got Jimmy Smits in it, though. So. Oh, my boy. Okay. You're, you're I'm back, back on. You're back in. Thank you, yep. Passenger. I'll yeah. take that. Well, while we're talking about Star Wars actors, there's mm. three in this one. Do you know that? Here we go. Three in Sleepy Hollow. Who? Well, Ian oh, McDermott. Christopher Lee. Yeah. Ian McDermott, Christopher yeah. Lee. Who else? And Ray Park. He played oh. Darth Maul. He was the headless horseman when he didn't have a head. I did see that in the um, credits. Yeah, <laughs> how interesting. So weird. And yeah, they actually used a lot of the same um, uh, studio spaces because they're filming just after Star Wars, apparently. Oh, there you go. Mm. Might have saw Ray Park walking out the door one day. I'm like, wait, get him. It was good. Yeah, no head though, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, I can do without that part. The rest of him, oh, perfect. Yeah. All right. Um, okay. Would you recommend our, our listeners watch this film, Dylan? Mm. Yeah. If you haven't seen it before, give it a watch, just to mark it off. Yeah, it's probably worth a worth a go. If you've already seen it, don't watch it again though. Once is enough. That's probably enough. I also want to mention there was a TV show um, about ten years ago. And I never saw it. I knew, I kind of knew it was around, I suppose. Um, and in that series, Ichabod comes back into like modern day New England because it's, Dumb. yeah, it's, and it's like a fish out of water dumb. thing <laughs> for four years, apparently. No, I don't like that. Very <laughs> dumb. Oh, I'll mention too. Mm. Um, there's a part where a tree bleeds, like actual blood. Mm. Bad, bad touch. Did not like that. Didn't like that? As in... That's probably the, the grossest thing. I, I don't like it. That's unnatural. <laughs> Tree's bleeding blood. Ew. Well, I was like, we know it's bleeding, Joey. Why, why are you still 
chopping at it, but then obviously he found something inside the tree. Like, oh, okay, that makes more sense. But, like, you know, just leave it. Not for us. <laughs> this sort leave of thing. the weird tree that bleeds. Gross. Oof. Not bad touch. Otherwise, good movie. Decent. Yeah, give it a whirl, I reckon. Yeah, why not? Yeah. All right, Dylan. Do we... Coming up next soonish with more Christina Chronicles. Do we have other episodes? And now this is the only one we've ever done in whole entire lives. For the Christina Chronicles. Of oh, the whole podcast. Oh my of the whole podcast. Oh my gosh, Lonnie. There's a huge, ginormous, humongous back catalogue we've got going here. Nearly sixty nine normal episodes of the pod. And as far as Christina Ritchie's go, I've lost count. That's how many we've bloody done, right? <laughs> All right, well, okay, quickly. Recommend one Christina and one regular episode. Go, 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 go. Ice Storm. Go. Yep. We love that one. Mm-hmm. And regular episode, Twin Cities. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with Twin right Cities. Right back to the start. Nice. I don't love it. It's held a place <laughs> in my heart for a long time. Maybe we should revisit it sometime. Maybe, maybe. Maybe you could have a go. We'll, we'll, we'll duck it out. No, I like being the recipient of the Twin Cities episode. Okay, fair enough. Right. Um, We're on Twitter, we're on Insta, we're on uh, Facey. You can get amongst us there. People love interacting with our fans. I say fans. Followers. Devotees. Lovers. Yeah. (laughs) Manheads. Oh, no. I miss you, Maniacs, I think is pretty good. Oh, that's nice. Thank you. That's a good one. Well, we've had a good time talking. Hope you've had a good time listening. And we'll see you next time. I miss you, Christina. I miss you, Christina. <laughs> I almost said I miss you, man, Christina. Oh, well. Well, you miss me too, don't you? I mean, I guess I do. I miss you, man. Do I miss you? I miss you, man. I miss you. I miss you, man. Do I miss you? I don't miss that plane noise above your head. Oh, come on. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 